Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Hello listeners, I'm Kalisa Uliyah and we meet again on my podcast Indonesia Learning in English Okay, now I want to share about the third meeting in public speaking class In this meeting, the material is talking about the process of public speaking In the process of public speaking, there's models of public speaking A basic model of human communication is one of the first topic that most communication teachers start with in any class. But while make this focus on public speaking, there are two widely discussed models in communication. It is interactional and transactional. Then in speaking linear model of public speaking, there are linear model and interactional model. In the linear model, There is a process that important. First, source, then receiver, and then source, and last is receiver. The original model mirrored how radio and telephone technologies function and consisted of three primary parts. There are source, channel, and receiver. In public speaking, the source is the person who is giving the speech, the channel is the speaker's use of verbal and nonverbal communication and the receivers and are the audience member listening to the speech then there is interactional model the interactional model of communication developed by Wilbur Scrum Scrum builds upon the linear model Scrum 1954 Scrum added three major components to the Shannon and Weaver model. First, Scrum identified two basic processes of communication. There are encoding and decoding. Encoding is what a source does when reading a message, adapting it to receiver, and transmitting it across some sort selected channel. Then, decoding process or sensing a source's message, evaluating the source's message, and after the interactional model, there is transactional model of public speaking. The premise of the transactional model is that individuals are sending and receiving messages at the same time. Then there is dialogic theory of public speaking. Most people think of public speaking as engaging in a monologue where the speaker stands and delivers information and the audience passively listen. The dialogue theory is based on the three overarching principles. First, dialogue is more natural than monologue. Second, meanings are in people, not words. Then third, Context and social situation impact perceived meaning by Bakhtin 2001A and Bakhti 2001B. After talking about dialogic theory of public speaking, there is physical dimension. The physical dimension of communication involves the real or touchable environment where communication occurs. Then, after physical dimension, there is temporal dimension. According to Joseph de Pitou, the temporal, dimen- the temporal dimension has 
to do not only with the time of day and moment in history, but also with where a particular message fits into the sequence of communication events. Devito, 2009 Then, there is social-psychological dimension. The social-psychological dimension of context refers to status relationships among participants, roles and games that people play, norms of the society or group and friendliness, formality or gravity of the situation. Then there is cultural dimension. The final context dimension, just as the people mentions, is the cultural dimension. When we interact with others from different cultures, misunderstanding can result from differing cultural beliefs, norms, and practices. As public speakers engaging in a dialogue with our audience member, we must attempt to understand the cultural makeup of our audience so that we can avoid these misunderstandings as much as possible. Each of these elements of context is a challenge for you as a speaker. Throughout the rest of the book, we'll discuss how you can meet the challenges presented by the audience and context and become a more effective public speaker in the process. Okay, that's all I have in enough. I'm Halisa Aulia. We leave this podcast. I'm sorry if there's some mistake on my podcast. Wassalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.